Hello and welcome back to Freedom Machines with Freddie Dobbs. Right. Two interesting things. Well, actually three interesting things have been going on. Number one, I think, if I'm right in remembering, this will be the first podcast in five months that I haven't done in Tenerife. And that is because for two weeks, Monica and I are back in the UK, just got a couple of projects that we're doing. So instead of being in 24 degree heat with Aronmiel, I'm currently in Ipswich overlooking the marina on the far, far east coast of the UK. Second interesting thing that's happening at the moment is I have a Honda Rebel 1100. This is in effect Japan's answer to the Indian Scout Bobber, the Triumph Bobber, and also I think you could say the Harley Davidson Sportster as well. The difference is very Japanese, very proudly Japanese in its styling, the way it works, and it really does bring back those memories of my old Japanese bikes and why they're so damn good. Because first and foremost, above all else, the Japanese build a damn good bike. Everything else comes after that. The styling will be sorted out after that, uh, the ergonomics. But the first thing they do is they build a very, very good motorbike. Reliable, good electrics, and just good in absolutely every respect. They're genuinely good everyday usable bikes, the Japanese bikes, they really are superb. And the third thing that's been going on this week, just yesterday, well in fact let me rewind. Six days ago or so I got an email from Breitling, the watch company, and they said, Freddie, we've got a huge new reveal of our new collaboration with Triumph Motorcycles. We would like to fly you by helicopter from Battersea Helipad in central London. We'll get a chauffeur to pick you up from Ipswich. It'll be a three hour drive to the helipad and the helicopter will take off at 11 a.m. It will be a 35 minute flight over to Hinkley Triumphs HQ where we'll do this big reveal. And I think they invited something like 20 people. So I felt absolutely honored. I couldn't turn it down. So yesterday I headed off at 7.25 in the morning and I witnessed the brand new special edition, one of 270 Triumph Speed Twin special edition Breitling motorcycles and the launch of the new Triumph inspired Breitling watch as well. It really was, and I mean it, it was an absolutely unforgettable day that I will never forget. Just just flying, you know, the whole day was over. It was incredible. Got to meet so many interesting people, you know, the owner of sports bike magazines, lots of big motorcycling journalists, and a lot of interesting people on the watch side of things, you know, luxury watch magazines, luxury, luxury lifestyle magazines. I think a Vogue editor was there. Just a, a brilliant array of interesting people. And at the end of the day, at about 5 p.m., just as the sun was starting to set, we flew in convoy, three helicopters, one behind the other, back into central London and landed just as the sun was setting. It, it really was, it really was magical. Okay, I move on because... Because of my newfound love and or my re-realization of how good Japanese bikes are, I want to focus this week on three motorcycles. The first one is not a Japanese bike, 
but it's a bike that I've been recommended by a listener, and that is the Triumph Legend. That'll be the first bike I look at. The second and third bikes I look at today is to aim to give both you, the listener, and me an idea of some very good value, potentially, potentially desirable future classics in two Japanese cruiser motorcycles. One I'm hoping I can find for under £4,000, maybe even under £3,500, and the other is a beast of a bike. Very, very unique, almost unheard of, that I've mentioned about half a year ago in the podcast, and that I hope to find for around about the £6,000 mark. That is an incredibly rare bike, the final one I'll talk about, but let's get down to business. The Triumph Legend. Now, this is a bike that a listener has recommended to check out. He said, Freddie, what do you think about the Triumph Legend? Right, and I'm going to open this up now. This is a bike, and I can't believe this. I'm just on MCN now. The Triumph Legend was only around from 1998 to the year 2000. It's very Bonneville-esque in its looks with a circular front headlamp, slightly different styled engine to the Bonneville. Spoked wheels, you know, to the untrained eye, this could pass as a Bonneville, but it's very, very rare to see these around. I guess because they only possibly made them for three years. It just seems unbelievable that they don't make it for for that short a time, considering that it looks like a good solid bike. But let's have a look at this. What's this Triumph Legend TT about that was only around for two or three years? Well, it's an 885cc bike, so about 20cc more than my Bonneville. It's 70 horsepower, it's 215 kilos, so they all seem like perfectly reasonable, if not game-changing figures, but perfectly good figures for a usable everyday bike. MCN, interestingly, rated it three out of five stars, whereas the owner's ratings of the bikes are four out of five. If we look at it, riding quality from MCN, three out of five stars. Engine, three out of five stars. Uh, there's nothing remarkable here about it, but reliability, looking at four stars and equipment, three out of five. Very disappointing, apparently, with equipment. This is a bare-bones triumph. Very possibly, very possibly in the sweet spot where it will be, you know, if you're looking for character, but with at least a decent level of reliability, because this will be from the year 98 to the year 2000, judging by triumph, this will be a good eight to probably eight years or so before the majority of Triumphs started being injected. So we're looking at carb bikes here. So they will be, they will be characterful. They will be a bit trickier to look after, but, but are we looking at a potential future classic here? Not only because of the classic looks, but also because it was only made for three years. You know, owner's reviews here, three stars, a basic but fun bike. The next owner's review, five out of five, restrained and classy. The next owner's review, four out of five, solid. That's all he's written there. The next, four out of five, for the vertically challenged. So it sounds like it's good for people who are maybe five, six or below. Right. Let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this auto trader. What can we find with a Triumph Legend? Okay, first place to head to is auto trader. Just move my seat. Apologies for the banging there. 
do we have any of this relatively rare bike on Auto Trader at all? Well, we've got 13, and they range in price from the cheapest of £3,500 to the most expensive, which will come in at, and that's for a 2000 model, and that's four and a half thousand. In fact, no, that's five and a half thousand for a 98 model. So they range from three and a half to five and a half grand. And interestingly, the one for five and a half grand is a 1998 bike in a beautiful green and silver. The top line that the motorbike dealer that's selling this bike uses, big block capitals, classic bike, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. And honestly, this is a a very, very handsome bike. Nicely proportioned, classic lines, that really good mix of classic bike, because it's classic, if not classic in the waiting, but with that slightly modern twist, so it doesn't look incredibly old school. It's very handsome looking bike, these, and actually I can see that it's a really low seat height, so this'll be good if you're, you know, five, seven or below, I can tell that just by looking at it. If you're looking for the best, you're looking at a, a bike with 8,300 miles with full MOT and full history in stunning condition. You're looking at 5.5K. But can I find a bike that's a private seller to try and get a really good deal? And there's one, there's only one on Auto Trader that's a private seller. And that's where you get the really good deals. And that's 3,500 pounds. That's got 25,000 miles on the clock. You know, these are the things you have to look for when you're looking at private sellers. To me, it looks like it looks like a, a nice house, which is nice and clean and tidy. And they've got some other vehicles on the driveway. It, it looks pretty legit. And the bike itself looks absolutely immaculate. I really do mean it. It is a beautiful thing. Have a look at this if you're in the UK or if you're looking to import it. Auto Trader, Triumph Legend, £3,500. The owner states, great bike in beautiful condition, brand new battery, MOT, that's our annual test in the UK, until November 2022, with no advisories, meaning there's nothing obviously wrong with it at all. Rides and sounds lovely, good tyres with loads of tread. Only four previous keepers with the current lady owner since Feb 2018. This is going to be a very, very well-loved bike. And you're looking at three and a half thousand pounds. Three and a half thousand pounds for a very good looking, we're looking at borderline classic here, borderline classic Triumph. I think this is going to be a very good buy. I can almost guarantee this bike will not go down in value. In fact, I would say there's a very good chance that soon these will start going up in value. And if I look, if I look onto eBay to see if I can find the best bargain possible for you listeners. In fact, it's very similar. One for 3,470 on eBay. One with a brand new MOT, 28,000 miles on the clock. You may be able to get that a bit cheaper I mean, you know, just looking at the way people are talking, I get that feeling that we could be on to a potential classic here. A great looking classic roadster, carbs recently stripped and cleaned with new crankcase breather, valve, new fuel tap, long MOT, uh, runs and rides great. Um, they describe it as a best classic colour scheme of silver and green. Uh, you know, the, these are 
These are interesting bikes now. This is an interesting proposition as a new, as a used bike. And the interesting thing is these have not been modified. I haven't seen one here that's been modified. They're all in very original, very true condition as they left the factory. They all look good, these Triumph Legends. So that is an extremely good shout. And I have to move on. Um, it's quite opening looking at those. That's an overlooked model from Triumph. I really do think that's a very solid investment bike. Have a look at that Triumph Legend. Right, let me move on now to this is, oh, I, I love it. Uh, in fact, I tell you what, I'll do that one next. Let me do, let me do the Honda Valkyrie first. Now, a listener, and I'm so sorry, I forgot to write your name down. So my huge apologies, but thank you so much for sending this in. A listener wrote in and said, Freddie, my favorite Japanese bike is the Honda Valkyrie from 1997 to 2005-ish. I don't think there's any other bike on the planet that sounds this good. The Valkyrie is epic. If you get a chance, those six cylinders of absolute epicness. Right, let's have a look at this. Let's see because I do remember this from about six months ago. I, I was amazed when I had a look at this Honda Valkyrie. Um, and it's a good time to re-explore this now that I'm, I'm reacquainted with how good Japanese motorcycles are. And you get really good deals with the Japanese cruiser bikes. So let's have a look and see what we can get. Right, MCN, first place I always go, 1996 to 2005 for the Honda Valkyrie. In other words, the Honda F6C. MCN rating, four out of five. The interesting thing here is owner's rating, five out of five. This is classic Honda here, absolutely classic Honda. They only know how to make reliable bikes. Ride quality and brakes, this is from MCN, four out of five. I mean, the engine... MCN are giving it a three out of five. They say that it doesn't quite have the character of a V-twin. They actually say that the Honda Valkyrie's big problem for many cruiser riders is that it just isn't a V-twin. So instead of the burbling flats, uh, instead it's a burbling flat six Honda GL1500 Goldwing motor uh, that seems a bit too sanitized and almost too too restrained for many. But it, I'm sure we'll give it a very unique character to have a six, uh, a six cylinder, 1500 cc. I know it was later moved up to 1800 cc. To have that bike in a cruiser, that would be a gloriously, gloriously elegant way to get around. Okay, so we know it's going to be reliable. It's definitely quirky. Think of a mini Triumph rocket. In fact, it's not that mini, but think of maybe a slightly less brutish looking Triumph rocket. Um, and I've never seen one. It's, it's got a gigantic amount of rarity factor this because I have never seen one in my life. But what are used prices saying about this bike? So if we go to Honda, I, I think it will be put under the term F6C. So let's see if I'm right. Yes, F6C. There are 19 available in the UK on Autotrader with the cheapest at £6,200 and the most expensive. Most expensive £9,000. And bear in mind, you're looking at a £9,000 one that's 2001, that's 21 years old. But if you go for the cheapest model, you're going to be looking at, you know, 1997. That is 
25 years old and it's still £6,000. These still hold their value very, very well. What does £6,200 get you? It gets you a 1500cc bike with 27,000 miles on the clock. It comes with a backrest for the rider, glorious chrome engine with panniers so it's ready to go touring. That will be, I, am, I really believe this will be a stunningly good bike to own, really stunningly good. Let me see if I can find a better deal on eBay for this. Honda F6C. Can I find something to beat 6,200? I can immediately, straight off the bat. Hmm, 1997 model in yellow and black tank, starting bid 5,000 pounds with five days left. Now, this is worth a risk because you're going to hope that there won't be the biggest market in the world for a Honda Valkyrie. So you may well be able to get a bargain on this 5,000 pound bike. There's a chance you could get this for under 6,000 pounds. And from that figure, they're going to hold their value extremely well. I would guess these are going to start ticking up in value. I mean, this owner selling it with a starting bit of five grand, he states, I've owned this Honda Valkyrie F6C for over eight years. The bike is fantastic, very comfortable, smooth cruiser. I've traveled across Europe on this bike without a single issue, and it has always been ultra reliable. The reason for selling the bike is due to the bike becoming too heavy for me now. Understandable with a bike like that, but this is a bike, if you're looking for something left field, and I mean, you know, if we're looking at a 1500cc bike, to get it for about £6,000, that's good value. The, the bikes that hold their value well and become really desirable classics, you can almost guarantee it every single time. Engine size. Big engines hold their value very, very well for motorbikes. It's not like cars where people start getting freaked out. You know, if you're looking at the Harley Davidsons, which Harleys hold the value best? It's always, always the bigger engine Harleys. Look at the Yamaha MT-01, the 700cc beast, which I think was a sales flop when it was new, but it is now off the scale desirable. The bigger the engine, the better a bike will be for residual values and potential for classic status. I, it, it almost, in my mind, is as simple as that, and I welcome your thoughts on that. So this bike is a 1500. It's only going one way and a six cylinder, you know, price wise, this is only going up in value. I should also say that I think from the year 2014, they put the 1800cc, the 1800cc Goldwing engine in it. And I'm this bike, the 1800cc bike comes in at, if you're looking at it new, it looks completely different. It doesn't look remotely old school. It looks like a spaceship. It won't win any looking, any awards for its looks. I think 2016, 2015, 2014, I think they only made it for about three years. And I must say this bike must have been the biggest sales flop in history. The Honda FC6 from 2014 to 2016 with the 1800cc Goldwing engine. It's unlike any bike I've ever seen looks-wise. There are so few of them available online. I, I have to assume that they must have sold 
about 30 in the UK over their three year span and they must have stopped selling it after three years because literally no one would have bought it. There are three available on, on AutoTrader. There is one, there's one available on eBay. It, it's, if you want the, the most out there looking bike that you get stopped on all the time, that is a gigantic talking point. This bike is borderline ridiculous, it's so insane. Have a look at that because that's one of the most unusual, quirky, probably rare bikes from a big manufacturer that you can possibly dream of having. The 1800cc Honda F6C. You won't buy it for its looks, but that will be a real experience riding one of those. Right, I move on. JB, always, JB, I always appreciate it when you send in your bike tips. JB, all the way up in Scotland. Okay. Freddie, listening to your Sportster love affair, my first bike was a Kawasaki Vulcan VN800 Bobber. Similar specs to the Sportster, but water-cooled, very customizable, reliable, and a fraction of the Sportster price. Carburetor too, so loads of character. And JB actually sent me over a picture of a customized VN800, in other words, Vulcan, and they really, really do customize incredibly well. These bikes, having a look online, just doing a few Google searches of Kawasaki VN800s, the Vulcans, these are incredibly customizable. They're good looking as standard. Uh, and I would go so far as to say they are very, very nearly, and this is arguable, very nearly as good looking as the, the Harley Sportsters, if not as good looking, they're lovely looking retro bike. And it's almost a shame in my eyes that when I passed my motorcycle test, I wanted a Harley Davidson, I wanted a Sportster, but I couldn't afford it. And I thought, because I didn't know anything about bikes, I thought, oh, well, right. I can't afford a Harley Davidson, so that's it. I just can't get one. I'll get a Honda CB500, which is a classic commuter bike, and that's it. I can't get anything else out. I didn't know about these bikes. I didn't know that I could go out and get a Japanese equivalent, maybe for under £4,000, because if I knew that, then very possibly I would have considered one of those bikes instead of buying the Honda CB500 that I never really liked. So it's a really important service. Thank you so much when people send in these bike tips because these are bikes that, you know, people new into biking or people who've been biking 30 years, they can go out, they can have a look and it opens your eyes to how many different interesting bikes there are because a lot of the time I just don't know what to look for. I wouldn't know the name of the bike to go out there and look for. So let's have a look, JB, and see what we're looking at with this Kawasaki Vulcan or Kawasaki VN800. Right, auto trader first place to go with this. And let's see what it's under Vulcan or VN800. Uh, oh, this is interesting actually. Now, VN800, 10 available. VN923, then you've got the VN1700, VN1600, VN2000. So you've got a lot of different engine sizes. I'm guessing they'll all be around about the same styling, but the VN800 will be the entry level bike. And straight off the bat, clicked on it. It's a stunningly good looking bike. 
They come in at three and a half thousand pounds. I've got one here with Vance and Heinz exhausts, 35,000 miles on auto trade, a 2005 model. This is every bit as good looking as a Harley, the most beautifully proportioned bike. So much so that it really does get you thinking. This is a gloriously good looking bike. Big, chunky backrest on there, so incredibly comfy for a pillion. Stripped back, no plastic, great looking sweeping front and rear mudguard. Uh, a mixture of chrome and black, a big V-twin engine, big chunky silver forks with a single chrome headlamp. The most beautiful bike standard, but I'm sure if you wanted to, you can modify that as well. Coming from a dealer, Kawasaki VN800 Classic, excellent custom cruiser, very good condition, must be seen, service history, great sounding Vance and Hines, original handbook, two original keys, video available. It opens your eyes when you see these bikes, I, I really mean it. It's just like now I'm riding the Honda Rebel. There's some stunningly good value alternatives to the Harley Davidsons that will probably be more reliable and are much, much cheaper to run. Of course, Harley Davidson have their place. I'm a huge fan, but these are very good alternatives. And let's see what I can get. Kawasaki VN800, if I go onto eBay, see if I can find a private seller. Maybe where I can get it slightly cheaper. Kawasaki VN800, because they were all trade sellers there on Auto Trader. God, there's some good looking custom ones here. There's a lovely one here from a trader, £4,200, just 7,000 miles on the clock with full service history. You know, get that for 4K, that's a good bargain. This one here, VN800, 1997, they say it's ULES compliant, so you don't need to pay any ULES charges when you go into London. Uh, new tyres fitted, beautiful bike, more extra C-picks, original exhaust available if needed. ULES converted. Well, I didn't even know that was a thing. ULES converted that bike. Well, that's a bit of a game changer if that's possible. Oh, I have to say this. Okay, go on to Autotrader or eBay. You will find one of these 800 Vulcans for three and a half to four and a half thousand pounds. They look superb, really superb. But there is one here on eBay for £1,995. Let's have a look at this. If you're, if you're on a tighter budget, 32,000 miles, which is fine, no issue at all. All in black. It, it's not showroom, but it looks perfectly good. It's a bike you can be more than proud of this bike, but not everyone needs a showroom queen, you know, a garage queen that they're going to be locking up. They want to use as an everyday bike. And here we have a £2,000 bike that you can be genuinely, genuinely pride, uh, proud to ride. Am I missing something here? It's coming from a trader. He said, here we have a VN800 in overall good condition, a great engine with pl plenty of poke. A great riding position and an easy cruiser to handle. Everyone who has one loves them. That's what I want to hear. The types of bikes, I think I said it last week, everyone who had the or owned the Yamaha MT-01 has regretted selling it. You know, I like that when I hear stuff like that. And here we have a stunningly good looking cruiser motorbike, all in black and chrome for under £2,000. I mean, that is brilliant easily accessible motorbiking for the masses. If you're on a tighter budget, I would have bought this, by the way, 
if I'd have just passed my tests, because I paid 1850 for a Honda CB500. For the same price, I could have actually looked really cool and had one of these. So go and have a look at these, because that is an incredibly interesting proposition. And I just want to, I've got two minutes left. I want to tell you about the VN800 uh, or a bigger version, just to let you know what else is out on the market. So Kawasaki VN... Oh, VN1500, 16, 17. Let's go for VN1500. Oh, this can't be true. The, the value that you can get, Kawasaki VN1500, 1500cc Kawasaki, uh, from coming out from 1997. I'm on Trader at the moment. This one, 60 horsepower, 28,000 miles on the clock, three and a half thousand pounds, 3,495 pounds for 1,500cc Kawasaki VN1500 that looks incredible. I am blown away, blown away. I mean, let's go up another eight years and get a 2005 model, VN1500, 5,200 pounds. And that is an incredibly good looking bike, but they come in, there are two of them available for under three and a half thousand pounds for 1,500cc motorbike. 1,500cc, that is phenomenally good value. Go and check those out because that, if you're on a tighter budget, I would actually look at these myself. Have a look at these Kawasaki VNs. That is a brilliant point into really cool cruiser biking. Right, I'll end it there. The sun's just set. It's actually almost, ah, it's pitch black now. I'm just looking out onto the Ipswich Marina. And when I started, it was almost completely daylight. So I'll end it there. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I will speak to you in the next one and have a superb week, everyone. Thank you.